Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. I missed you yesterday. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to episode 179. We're approaching 200 people. Can you believe it? Today is Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Great to see everybody. I've been on the Reddit live stream for a little bit. For you Spotify podcast listeners who just tuned in now, um, I've been talking to all these lovely people on Reddit here for a while. We have, let's see, we have uh, a listener from India today. It's 4.30 in the afternoon in India. And uh, this fella has decided, by God, I'm going to sit down and listen to the big diesel talk into, stare into a camera and run his fat face. I don't know. We're getting some business out of the way real quick. Tank has posted his music homework. It's Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. Very fitting because just as I went live, I had 666 watchers on the live stream. That's what... Our, the RPAN software was telling me this is clearly uh, an existential testing of my will and my skills as a live streamer. This is just the latest test. Some days I have technical difficulties. That's a test. Some days I turn on the live stream, start talking into the camera, and I notice there's no one here. And it, the show is a total, complete dud. Some days you schedule a phone call, like we did Monday, and then your caller falls asleep before a call, call is supposed to happen. That was a challenge on Monday. Thank you, Yak Horseman. We, we love you. It's fabulous. Yak got so much good feedback on the Discord after the show, people want him to call in every Monday, which I would be more than happy. He's, he's a fascinating fellow. He's always welcome on the show. I love the kid because he's just a little bit crazy, maybe like me. Anyway, it's good to see everybody. I missed you yesterday. I I did an impromptu visit to my mom yesterday. I don't, for those of you that have elderly parents, my, my mother is 80 years old. For those of you with aging parents, I'm sure you understand. Sometimes you just you just get this feeling. It's like I better go see mom and dad we lost my dad in 2016 but mom is still alive and kicking sharp as attack but i just had this feeling so i decided on very short notice i gotta travel down to the people's republic of chicago and just go spend some time with her and i'm super glad i did we had a lovely time now it did turn out that you know she needed a little assistance with you know this that and the other which I was more than happy to do and we just had a good old visit and of course I, I I just think to myself why don't I do this more often I've got to find more reasons to travel down to Chicago deal with the roads let me tell you what for you Chicago people what the hell have happened to the roads now, I realize that sh that uh, the Chicago tollways are perpetually, um, you know, under construction. I get it. I get it. I think there's something a little goofy. I think there's something dishonest there. I think it's some sort of a racket. But I recognize this is what it is. This is how it works. 
But let me tell you, I have never seen the roads around Chicago torn up the way they are now. I mean, there was not a normal road to be found anywhere. I'm talking about the major tollways. Now, once you get into the, you know, the side roads of the suburbs and everything, that was, that felt kind of normal. But this infrastructure, I've never seen anything like it. And I tell you what they've done with the tolls too. Now, I'm old enough to remember with Chicago that uh, there was a time, I remember actually when the toll booths went in. Ish. All right, I was a little dinky do. And they pulled the old switcheroo. They put up these toll booths and they're like, well, it's going to be temporary. We're just a little short. We're just a little short. Trust us. We're going to put up these toll booths. You throw a little change in it. You're going to be doing your part to keep Chicago beautiful, to keep the roads going. And just like uh, two weeks to flatten the curve, right? That's what they, they got that from the Chicago Toll Road Authority. <laughs> they got that little PR campaign. They were like short term. And here we are 50 years later or whatever it is. Tank says Neko Wafers used to work for the coinage at the tolls. No kidding. Why am I not surprised? Well, what they've done now, see, as an out-of-towner, I don't have that, I don't have that uh, satellite thing. You, um, What do they call it? I-Pass? That's a thing where you can put it, you can attach it to your windshield, right? And... They just know where they know who you are. They know where you are. You drive through the thing and it deducts from your account, which sounds, you know, marvelous. And normally it would be marvelous. But, you know, I have some special needs, right? I have a special need to be a little bit private. I have a special need to arrive to sneak into the city as needed under the radar, as they say. I don't want, you know, just like uh, Elwood Blues, I don't want to show up on some police blotter, right? You know, I don't want some APB to go out. Oh, he just, he just crossed into the city. He passed a toll. Go get him. Now, I realize they have license plate readers, and so this is just a matter of time. But for now, for my alleged, for entertainment purposes privacy needs i don't do that i pass thing so i was always the guy they still gave you a little pull off it was very inconvenient but they still gave you a pull off to throw cash in the thing scamots that's right tank <laughs> elwood was nabbed by the scamots <laughs> anyway well those things are closed now you can't go pay cash now. This to me is the most ridiculous thing ever. Now, I haven't been around to know what is the why and the wherefore. I'm sure it has something to do with this flu deal, right? Right? You know, the the germs live on the uh, uh, wad of cash in my pocket. And Chicago's not going to accept my money. They also are telling you, by the way, this is really interesting to me. So you, you can't do the cash drive through So you just blow through the I-Pass toll. But no problem, 
because they know who you are. They can read your license plate. They know how to get a hold of you. And they send you an, an if you if you do nothing, which I've done in the past. They send you a nice little bill. So I think in a in an interesting way, they're telling you, we can see we're the eye in the sky. We know who you are. You must comply. Oh, hello from Russia, says responsible fan forty eight eighty eight. Hello, I was just talking about Moscow earlier. Spasiva. The uh, state, county, municipal offender data system is SCMODS. That is a terrific memory tank. I mean, any any Chicagoanite who loves the city has seen Blues Brothers like 25 times at least, right? So we all know that. I still love driving through Joliet, by the way. I almost, if I had more time, I would have driven through Joliet just for fun. Joliet Jake. So the roadways, in my opinion, they're just, uh, it's dicey. The, the, I couldn't believe the instruct the construction that was around here, there and everywhere. And I really feel like, are, are they having the labor shortages that we're having too? I would assume so. Well, then why is everything torn up all over the place? That's right. Tank has a Blues Brothers tattoo. I forgot about that. So you are fully committed, my friend. Fully committed. Anyway, I got something actually important to tell you about this visit. I'm super excited. It's important. I hope Robo is still listening uh, because, you know, I think she's going to give me a thumbs up on this. So, as I said, I don't get to... I don't get down to the People's Republic of Chicago as often as I would like. And I have two brothers who live there. Well, one brother lives two doors down from my mom. Very nice. But so as I was heading to my mom's, I just texted my brothers. Hey, sorry for the short notice, but I'm going to be at mom's. Would love to see you. And... Uh, I'm very close with my brothers. They were happy to hear I was coming. So they they found a way okay i'm gonna go to mom so we can hang out now my older brother had was literally as i was driving to chicago he was driving back from a wedding in uh texas down by amber glow and uh so he drove something like a thousand miles over the weekend yet he still drove the extra he dropped off his wife she was like, I'm too tired to go see the big diesel. Not today. So he dropped off his wife, then drove back to my mom some extra mileage. And there he was, my older brother. Now I have to tell you. Now from his perspective, right? He has just gone through this marathon drive. Something like a thousand miles. Now he had to, not only did he drive from Chicago to Texas and back. But then, because no one can get a rental car, he drove down to Texas, and he was a shuttle for all these people in the wedding party. He put on something like 400 miles just while he was down there in Texas for the wedding. Nightmare. So from his perspective, that's the story he wants to tell. He's He walks in, and he wants to... He's got to get that off his chest, which is great. But I'll tell you something about my brother. Uh, and seeing him yesterday, 
He looks terrific. Glowing. Now, of the three brothers, I've always been the fat fuck, all right? I still am. I'm sure I always will be. Uh, you know, so you, if you if you put the three of us in a lineup, in a police lineup, right, and say, uh, who stole the Twinkie, right? I'm always going to be the one picked. That's the way it is. My, I would not have called my older brother fat. I never would have called him fat. Sometimes, sometimes a little, a little, uh, he could have used, uh, lost a few LBs here and there. I mean, that's called being an American, right? Anyway, he walked in. He looked great. He was like chiseled. Now he's 56 years old. He just retired, by the way. Maybe this has something to do with it. He looked tremendous. Skin glowing. Trim. Fit. Kind of ripped. I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it. Now, I walk around generally looking for some sort of hope, some sort of answer. Will someone please tell me how can I get control of this runaway train, right? This Count Chocula addiction, whatever the hell it is going on. And here my brother walks in glowing like a messenger sent from God just for me. And of course, all he wanted to talk about was all his driving and the, the Texas and the wedding and whatever. Now I'm polite. I'm, uh, I'm uh, oh, okay. Oh, a lot of driving. Oh, that's, that's horrible. And just all I could think of was just stop what you're saying and tell me right now how you did what I'm looking at. How did you do it? He has a, he's like me, he's laid back, he's easygoing, right? So he just has a, a mellow cadence and he's just talking about, about all this driving. And I finally, I just couldn't take it anymore. I just said, but what, stop. Tell me what to eat. Tell me everything to do. What do you mean? What are you talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger who walked in. Robo is still listening. She says, I can help you with that. Right, Robo, I said uh, a little bit ago, you're going to be very pleased to hear this because my interaction with my brother just simply totally reinforces what you've been telling me for months, which is, hello, low carb. You know, I'm, I'm a dummy. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Sometimes I need to be told multiple times, right? And over the course of my life, of course, I have all this conflicting information in my brain, right? Some people, you know, all the all the low fat, all the, uh, like, remember the China study? That said, uh, if you eat too much protein, you're gonna get cancer. There's all this conflicting information, so I think it short circuits my brain a little bit. Now, I know it's been working very nicely for RoboKitty. And, uh, but here now I have someone from my own gene pool. My brother, my big brother, I've looked up to him forever. He walks in and I see, okay, whatever he's doing works. I can see it right in front of my face. It's working beautifully. Shut up about your trip, Johnny. Tell me what to eat right now. 
What do I eat right now? Okay, five minutes from now, what do I eat then? What do I do? What do I cut out? What does your plate look like? Can you, next time you have dinner, shoot, send me a photo. What are you doing? What for exercise? When? When? What do you drink? What time do you get up? I just basically said, John, I'm going to turn over my life to you. And just whatever the freak you're doing, just tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, Robo is right. She says back in the day, it was diet after diet after diet and nothing worked. Now you can see everyone is getting results. I know. This is very true. And like I said, see, now here's the thing. I don't have enough of, I don't have, I guess, any before experience with RoboKitty. If I'm lucky, I'm at least going to have some after experience with RoboKitty, but I don't have anything to compare it to, right? My brother, I've known him all his life. He's looking great. I had all the evidence right there in front of my face. So I said, please, enough about the trip. Let's go. What are you doing? Tell me. Tell me right now. Tell me quickly. And what it boils down to, it's pretty simple, right? It's low carb. And he is also doing one meal a day. So it's kind of fusing the two ideas. Low carb, one meal a day. He exercises daily, which I think is some bullshit, but whatever. I guess maybe I'm going to have to be a big boy in exercise. I do have a rowing machine that I I've been enjoying, so it's not that I don't exercise. But I mean, there it is. I apologize, Robo. I'm, I'm a horrible person. Um, let's see. I mean, so there it is. I'm inspired. I'm inspired. There's no more excuses. No more excuses. Sometimes the obvious just smacks you right in the face. And the obvious is, okay, I better do what he's doing. I better do what Robo's been doing. It's been working. Hello, what I've been doing isn't working. Isn't working. You know, I suppose if I had endless finances, I could come up with some other clever way, right? I always like to make things too complicated. I could like just hire a like a sniper like to just watch me. If I ever have a spoonful of uh, cinnamon toast crunch, you know how really good snipers can like shoot the gun out of a bank robber's hand. I could hire a guy to shoot a spoon out of my hand, right? Cinnamon toast crunch goes flying around the room. I, I'd pay top dollar for that. Hendrix, good to see you, buddy. Where you been? Thank you for the com compliments on the hat. Ooh, Amberglow says, My husband and I did keto for a few years, lost around 50 pounds, then stalled. Started working out and, other, uh, and another diet and lost over 100 pounds. Holy shit on a shingle, Amberglow. I'm surrounded by all these successful people. This is so inspiring. Amber says keto was great and definitely feel better. Oh, you're going to get back on the keto, Amber. Inspirational. <laughs> Tank's going to be my spoon sniper applicant. I love it. <laughs> Tank, isn't that quite an idea? <laughs> oh, the stuff that comes out of my mouth when we do this show. It's lovely. I just never know what I'm going to say.
Now, a funny side note. Now, my my dear mother, who I, I just, she's such a terrific person and a sweetheart, like so many of us, uh, Mama V uh, struggled with her weight her whole adult life. You know, she, like me, she grew up slender, no problem. And then once she got a couple of shekels in her pocket, you know, and and uh, the uh, these food scientists that need to sell their souls to put their kids through Stanford University, you know, they started creating shit like uh, hot fries, right, and honeycomb cereal and shit like that. So mom developed a weight problem, just like so many people, just like me. She's sitting there in this conversation, too. She notices. She It had been a while since she'd seen my brother. And it's like, hot damn tamale. Something's going on. He look, He's like an Adonis. He looked great. So she is just with me, right alongside. She's, what do you do? What's the thing? Oh, yeah, okay. We're eating meat now. Okay. And she's, she's all in. She's like, uh, she's like, I, I, as luck would have it, I went to the butcher shop like just a couple days ago. I totally stocked up. She says, this is perfect. Perfect. Right. And God love her. So she's all in, you know, she's excited. She says, I'm going to do this too. Now, when I left the house, let's see, yesterday afternoon, she's like, hope, hope, hope. Hold on. Let me pack you a little bag, right? She put like five pounds of cookies and like pumpkin pie in the thing. <laughs> she totally loaded me up. It's like, mom, were you not part of the conversation yesterday? Did you, you were right there. Maybe she was like, I'm going to throw Tony under the bus. So I'm not, I'm going to send him home with this shit. So I, I'm not tempted. I just thought it was so funny, but that that's what she's done her whole life. You know, grandmothers, they don't they don't put two and two together when it comes to showing love through baked goods, right? Which is fine. I think we just need to accept this. I gladly accepted it. Oh, mom, that's so so nice. Thank you. And I now I didn't even dig into it. By the way, I hope to Christ she's not listening to the show. She did tell me, get this, she was telling me yesterday she's like uh, she would mention friends like she has a friend that's a comedian she has other friends she's like she mentioned at least one friend that listens to our show regularly terrifying i guess word's gonna get back i should think about this stuff i don't know Amber says, I have to figure out what keto looks like for me with my new allergies. What is the deal with allergies? Isn't this a, these things seem to, they're amorphous. Is that the right word? How can, how can a grown adult, I don't know where, develop an allergy? I always kind of thought, well, it's just something, if you're allergic, you're allergic. Now I've heard of people weaning themselves, like I used to uh, work with a guy that was horribly allergic to fish yet he loved to fish and he was so determined to eat fish he just he weaned himself i don't know if weaning is the right word but he started out he would put a little square of fish on his tongue and then spit out then the next day a little bit bigger square little thing of fish then spit it out and then he swallowed it 
just gradually, gradually, gradually. And he got to the place where he could eat fish every day, no problem. <laughs> Tank says, any family-loving Italian ma has a weight wrinkle. Mine does, yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yep, my mom's still got it, too. 80 years old, she's still just deadly in the kitchen. I know, yeah, Hedrick says she's getting rid of it so she doesn't have to eat it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She threw me under the bus. <laughs> Secretly, I was like, oh, thank God. Because on the way home, I just thought, it's funny, you do this math, right, when you're going to change your diet. It's like, well, I may as well have one last party with food, right? I may as well just get nuts. Oh, tomorrow tomorrow I'm going to be a, a good boy. But actually, the fact of the matter is, I got home last night. I made myself a nice big cabbage salad. With uh, I made my own... Uh, bacon dressing and I had uh, a big hamburger no bun I was perfect so last night I was a good boy I'm so excited we'll see what happens over time Jeffrey the vet author is in the house good morning Jeff good to see you buddy always nice when you pop your head in we're talking keto anyway so whoever, any of you VIP pepperonis who want to throw uh, your keto recipes up on the Discord, I'm all for it. Have you guys noticed, uh, my gosh, the, the food pictures that Mammy is posting up there? Good Christ. She's got skills. But, you know, with this new life of mine, maybe I'd better stop looking at food pictures. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Robo Kitty, I just need to apologize directly that I didn't, I didn't just take what she was trying to teach me and just just totally run with it. I'm weak. I second guessed. I second guessed her, and I second guessed myself. Now, no excuses here. I've said it publicly on the show. I'm on board with this thing. We're gonna see where it takes me. Ooh, Jeffrey had uh, pork loin, uh, potato dumplings, and sauerkraut yesterday. Good Christ, that sounds good. All this talking about food is gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting day. Yeah, Mammy's uh, food pictures—they do look like professional menu pictures. Says Tank in the comments, and I totally agree. Totally agree. She's got skills. What a lovely person she is. We have a terrific group, everybody. I, I I love you guys. I hope that comes through. Let's dig into the mailbag. Um, let's see. First letter. Dear Tony, no offense, but I have an age-related question. Oh, shit. That's not a good way to start out the mailbag. No offense, but let me talk about your age. Um... I have an age-related question that I think you might be able to answer. My old man, my old man is always warning me, just wait till you get my age. Shit is going to hurt for no reason. He tells me I had better take excellent care of myself or I am fucked and headed for hip replacements and heart valves. 
Again, no offense, but are you seeing people your age starting to have health troubles? Thank you. This is from Alan F. <laughs> what a timely question. And uh, uh, from where I'm sitting, so I'm 51 years old, Alan. From where I'm sitting, I would say your dad is a very smart man. Just listen to what he's trying to tell you. I think it's true. We've all been through this, right? We watch our parents go through this. And then there's something in our brains where we say, uh, well, it sucks for them to get old, but somehow I'm different. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to beat it. I'm going to, I can, I can party with uh, uh, food for a little while longer or, or whatever else you're doing, you know, booze, cigarettes, whatever it is. Robo, thank you for the help, honestly. And we'll follow up afterwards. And uh, I will. I am happy to be your student. Accountability, says Amber. That's a great idea. Maybe Alan F. needs to join the Discord, too. His dad's telling him to shape up or ship out. Alan, I would say, honestly, yes, it does catch up with you. And yes, I have friends that are... Uh, you know, hell, I've had several people that I grew up with are already dead. They already took the dirt dive. I have several that uh, have the sugar diabetes. There's all sorts of shit going on. Cancer. So it's real. General Actual Lee, welcome to the show, says, I dig your style. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're recording a podcast right now, the Chicago Tony V Show. You should, uh, you should, whatever, subscribe to it. Anyone that's listening that wants to hear the backlog of shows, dig through iTunes and do a search for the Chicago Tony V Show. Or Spotify. It's there too. Alan, I want you to look your dad in the face and say, I'm sorry. I talked to the Big Diesel about this and he says, you're right. Do what he says. Put down the fork. Put, put down the cigarettes whatever you whatever you're doing time is of the essence jeffrey says the same i know many people i grew up with or went to high school with have died already i know it's crazy it comes in waves too i had if i look at my lifetime i had my earliest memory of a classmate dying was actually when i was in like fifth grade we had a classmate that uh died of cancer when we were like in fifth grade. So, I mean, that was uh, tragic, of course. But then then there was a wave of classmates who died in uh, drunk driving accidents in high school. That was a nightmare. And, but then, then the health-related things finally kicked in. So yeah, heart attacks. I had a, a classmate die of a heart attack. I've had uh, friends die of cancer. Um, eight weight says last night I made macaroni with olive oil garlic cherry tomatoes with some crumbled bacon I think uh, for the uh, tribe of keto people here on the show they would probably have to say negatory on the macaroni part right but whatever everyone just do you do whatever you want I certainly don't have any answers but I'm going to follow Robo and my big brother 
at this point. And Amber Glow has been very inspirational. Sounds like a lot of you guys already know this information that I've been resisting for the longest time. Oh, General Actual Lee says uh, YouTube would be ideal for me. Well, I have a YouTube channel as well. Go search uh, Chicago Tony V in YouTube. You'll see this same fat face on YouTube there. Go check out whatever, whatever, whatever. There are, Jeffrey says, I finally found the macaroni noodles used in Germany. They are about six inches long and hollow. That's interesting. Jeff is, Jeff is a world traveler, right? Because of his military background. Oh, if I could only have seen a tenth of the places you've seen, Jeffrey. If only, if only. Okay, let's go to another uh, letter. Okay, dear Tony, philosophical question. Do you think the developers of all this AI technology will be using it to make our lives easier and give us much more free time? I'll hold back my own thoughts because I want to hear yours. This is Bob from Summerfield, Florida. Here we go. AI, our technocratic overlords. Okay, I'm gonna tell it like it is. Um, I personally have a hard time believing that the powers that be are working so hard on all this automation, all this AI, all the robotics, so that we can sit around and learn to play the violin. I have a hard time believing that kind of storyline. All right? Now, that's me. I'm a bit of a pessimist when it comes to these, these technological advancements to my own detriment. You know, I'm an old dude and I'm mostly a hermit. Every once in a while I come out and I try to make contact get someone to check my blood pressure now and then. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt coming from me, but the way I see it, I just have, I, I find it hard to believe that someone is working very hard so that we can just sit on our butts and just coast through life. Maybe, maybe that is the case. I hope it is, but I don't know. I just have a hard time believing Bob, I wish you would have shared what your what your take on it is. I'd be curious to hear what your take is. Yeah, so 8weight says they'll use AI under the guise of doing good. Right. Do you think they'll pull the switcheroo on us? By the way, oh, this is so beautiful. Okay, I got to read this comment. Amber Glow says... Plumber says, we are all going to be skinny soon when there isn't much food to eat and they start handing out ration cards. <laughs> I love this comment for so many reasons. But first, let me just, I, I'm so glad, Amber, you posted that because to learn, so I, I sent Plumber, our dear friend Plumber, a note about the Discord, right? Because he's a VIP, great guy. Used to be around the stream a lot. So, and I just saw out of the corner of my eye, 
I was I was away from the Discord because I was traveling. I don't have it on my phone yet, which I should, but I'm an old dude. What are you going to do? Uh, but uh, Plumber, I think he said, like, he can't comment through Reddit, right? This was discussed on our Discord, which I thought, oh, my God. I was so pleased to see that Plumber still listens in. And then I felt horrible that for whatever reason, he can't comment through the thing. It's such a weird thing. So I'm just so pleased to actually see a plumber comment. Thank you, Amber. Amber's the glue that holds us together, right? She is critical. She is critical. My goodness, the people that have stepped up since the stunning redhead has been on uh, injured reserve. The people that have stepped up. I can't thank you guys enough. And... That brings to mind, again, I saw Georgie posted on the Discord recently. Again, it it won't be long. She's going to be back home. I'm so excited for her. So Plumber's doing keto too? Oh my gosh. I'm going to hop on Discord today and I got to catch up with everybody. Plumber included. Plumber, if you're... Might it be this accountability idea up on Discord? This could be so fun. I'm going to start posting for you guys, you know, what I, what I eat. (laughs) It's not going to look nearly as nice as Amber's stuff looks. I'm just warning you. Uh, Bob, anyway, hope that uh, answered your question. Amber is a freelance money penny. She really is. She really is. I wonder if you're making the money pennies nervous, Amber. I wonder. Eight weight uh, says, can you increase volume a little bit? I don't think I can do it on the fly, but I'll take it under advisement. I got to somehow to amp up my volume. I don't totally know how to do it. Um, I'll try it for next time there, eight weight. Hendrix, have you received an invite to our discord yet? You definitely need to, if you want to understand it, just hang out with the other pepperonis on our Discord. You'll get it pretty soon. If an old diseased brain like mine can understand the Discord, you'll be able to figure it out. Eight, wait, did you mean just the music behind me or the volume of everything? (laughs) I'm getting specific volume requests during the live stream. Okay, next letter. Let's see, we're at 738, everybody. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I'd like to get your perspective on something. I've been a booster of my local high school football team for years and years. It's just my simple way of giving back to a sport I loved as a kid. Well, recently the team I support has fallen into scandal of sorts. The coach was caught providing test answers to some of his players so that they could pass their courses and remain eligible to play for the team. I find this completely unacceptable and hugely disappointing. To my amazement, it appears that this little scandal will be swept under the rug by the administration. The boys nor the coach will be paying any sort of price. I feel so strongly about this that I'm wondering if I shouldn't go public in a way that presses the issue. My wife wants me to just keep my mouth shut. Do you have any thoughts on the matter? This is from John S. Um, John S. There you go, 8 Wait, I, I turned my voice up just a little bit. Hope this helps. But there's some sort of bigger setting that I got to figure out. Because every once in a while, 
Apparently, I'm not as loud as the other live streams. Um, John, yeah, that's quite a quandary. I commend you. It's nice, you know, to it's nice to have a cause like something that you support, especially when it involves kids. I think that's great. I could see how you're um, frustrated, you know, when you see a program that is maybe teaching the wrong lesson. I mean, for sure, no pun intended. If a coach is is phoning it in for his players and helping helping them cheat, I mean, that's a no go. I don't exactly know what to do about this. I, I mean, maybe your wife knows something. I mean, it's maybe what you could do is just stop supporting and maybe make it clear why you've stopped supporting it. I don't, and I don't know what you mean by going public. Like, uh, maybe what do an op-ed in the, in the newspaper or something, or who knows what, I don't know exactly what you mean. Hendricks, yeah, we'll get you the link, buddy. No problem. We'd love to have you. It's a lovely group of lovely people. What do you guys think about this? This guy, should he go, should he expose the coach and the kids on his own? Or just, my thinking is like, just stop supporting. It sound, I take it to mean you're giving money to the program somehow. Is that what a booster is? I'm kind of unclear. I believe in second chances, but there has to be consequences, says eight weight. Yeah, you got to teach these kids a lesson. Well, and the coach, too. That's horrible. I mean, if the coach is involved, that's that's horrible. I think actually the coach must be punished. I'm assuming he went to the kids and is like, here, help me out. And, a co and some of these kids are like, well, it's the coach telling me to do this. What? Who am I? So they just go along with it. Eagle930 says he should have a personal chat with the coach rather than going public. I like that idea for sure. You got to put some heat under this guy. And I mean, but it's, it's this guy. I'm already not a fan of this coach, right? Any coach that would do this, I think is it's, I mean, this is high school, right? Isn't that what he said? Yeah. My local high school football team. I mean, come on. Eight weight says boosters do all kinds of things, organizing money, fundraisers. Yeah. So I'm sure they're super critical. John, John S who wrote this letter. It seems like you have a conscience, which I commend you for. I'm sure you've been very helpful to the program. Um, Oh, plumber has another comment. This guy needs to walk away. If he goes public, it could get really nasty for him and his family. It's a good thought. Makes you think. Things that make you go, hmm. That is a really good thought, plumber. Via Amber Glow. <laughs> uh, the, again, this, co this coach was giving test answers to some of his players so they could pass their courses. This is a big no-no. You know, a lot of people uh, hated Bobby Knight, right? Because he was a dick. You know, the coach of uh, the Indiana Hoosiers. But he won a lot of games. And, and I will say he was famous for 
he didn't do this sort of shit for his players. I mean, he would cut a player no matter how good he was if the guy wasn't pulling his weight. So I really respected him for that. Eight Weight says, remember when the Soprano crew went and talked to the soccer coach? Yes, I do. <laughs> that was a classic episode. Am I remembering correctly? They like, didn't they try and give him a TV or something like that? I have such a bad memory. All right, next letter. Let's see, we're at 744. Next letter. Dear Tony, I heard you headed up, uh, up to visit your mom in Chicago yesterday. How sweet of you. Let me guess, did she uh, pepper you with computer questions while you were visiting? Every time I visit my ailing parents, I can count on them cornering me with computer problems. Imagined or real that are absolute mysteries to them. I've come to actually enjoy these little encounters. Welcome back. This is from Sarah L. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your question. Um... Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I mean, I'm sure this is very common, right? This technology is, it is quite mysterious to the elderly, you know, for obvious reasons. I mean, I mean, heck, my mom, you know, for part of her life, there wasn't even television, you know? So there's really been quite the arc. And I would say when she probably peaked... In terms of just, you know, understanding the technology of the day, I mean, her peak was somewhere around, you know, like Windows 95. You know what I mean? I mean, so the way stuff goes today, yeah, it's a total mystery. And yes, she did ask me several questions, you know, hey, I have this going on, I have this. And what's funny, my experience has been, when one of these sweet, sweet elderly people re, uh, reaches out to you, they can't even really describe what's going on. They 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 get into these kind of fantastical descriptions, nebulous descriptions of what's going on. And so it is, I'm with Sarah. It's kind of fun actually to go through these because it's a challenge. It's like, I wonder what is mom trying to describe, you know? What exactly is happening with her computer? Hendrick says, telephone is mysterious. Power goes out, the phone still works. <laughs> My gosh, I haven't seen a real telephone in forever. Forever. Wow. Anyway. It's nice to be needed. I was very glad to see my mom. I need to do that more often. Um, next letter. Hey, Tony, building on your flirtation history, which I enjoy and hope you keep up. I have actually a serious question. What if you never find, quote, Mrs. Wright? Like, do you have a plan for if you have to grow old? as a single person keep being you because you are so truly nice this is from kelly b what a nice letter thank you uh and it's nice and horrifying because this idea of yes what if i never find mrs right 
And if I die alone, <laughs> it's not a very uplifting thought, to be totally honest. But here's the way I here's the way I see it. In my heart of hearts, okay, I think, and I don't mean to be morose. I don't mean to, um, I don't mean to alarm anyone. But I think I'm a short timer. I think I'm in the. I think I'm definitely in the twilight. I can see the clubhouse. Just call it a hunch or whatever. So in my mind, I mean, it could, uh, if I did even find Mrs. quote unquote, Mrs. Wright, I don't think that's, I don't think we're talking about a relationship where we grow old and it's some sort of on golden pond sort of thing, right? If I were to meet someone today, let's see, I'm 51 years old. There's no way we're sitting on a front porch 30 years from now or 35 years from now, right? And she's uh, knitting some sort of Afghan and uh, getting me uh, getting me uh, an extra sweater because I'm cold. You know, that shit just isn't going to happen. So I think even if I found Mrs. Wright, it's going to look something different. It would be like... If I, if I fell in love with a lady, I think I would kind of approach it like time is of the essence. Like, let's have fun now. Let's travel. Let's do some stuff. I'm not talking about, you know, go crazy and just, uh, you know, blow all my alleged fortune. But, I mean, let's have fun. Let's seize the day, carpe diem. And uh, so I think even if I find, if I found Mrs. Wright, who know, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't even be the last relationship for Mrs. Wright. Maybe I was talking before about maybe really what it's going to be is one of those vacation girlfriends. Remember I came up with that concept, which I really kind of like that concept. It would be so awesome to have someone to, be like, all right, look, clear your schedule. Next month, let's go on a cruise. Let's go sit on a beach somewhere. Let's people watch. Let's go buy trinkets in some third world island nation. Let's get some vitamin D. I don't know. Am I even coming close to answering this? I guess so. Uh, do I have a plan for if I grow old as a single person? Not really. No. No, that's going to be a day at a time kind of affair. Now, I think I have this nebulous feeling. Um, I have this nebulous feeling that uh, I may, because of my personality, this might be a huge misstep on my part, but because my personality. I get along with so many people, you know, a people of all walks of life They that I get along very well with. So in the back of my mind, it's like, there's going to be someone, a neighbor, maybe a, a fellow churchgoer. Let's say I do get old and decrepit, right? I feel like there's going to be someone that's going to care a little bit and just sort of make sure I'm okay. Just check in on me once in a while. Maybe that's good enough. 
Eight Way says, I get it. I'm boring when I come home from vacation. Vacation girlfriend doesn't see that. And Robo typed something in Hebrew, I'm pretty sure. Good God. How in the world do I decipher that? <clears throat> Let's see. Experience Hendrix. Uh, says, do that, Tony. Give mom a visit, a call, a card. Do that. Something, something. It's precious and time sensitive, as we all are. Absolutely. Absolutely, Hendrix. It's a great reminder. Honestly, in the back of my mind, I've really, I've even thought to myself, I swear to Christ, maybe I'll even go, go back down to see her this weekend. I don't know. Can anyone translate Hebrew? It looks like three letters, right? It, could it be possibly? I don't know how Hebrew works. In just three letters, can you get across this idea that I'm in love with a short Italian fella? I'm projecting. I don't know what it says. I'm going to look it up afterwards. Yes, a vacation girlfriend ate weight. I mean... Yeah, that could be the, you know, the way to go. Let's see. I want to remind everyone, if you want to send a letter into the mailbag, the email address is chicagotonyvlikevacation at gmail.com. We all seem to really enjoy this mailbag segment. Um, Let's see. Six minutes. I have time for one more, don't I? Dear Tony, I was on the interstate yesterday behind about a 2013 Mitsubishi out of nowhere. His tire fell off or axle broke or something catastrophic. It looked like the car buckled out of nowhere. Like uh, like as if a an invisible transformer stepped on it. That had to be terrifying. Okay, back to the letter. The guy swerved and skidded all over the place. I barely managed to miss creaming into him at 60 miles an hour. Anyway, my point is life is short and can turn on a dime. If you can think of any near-death experiences, I'd love to hear about them. Love the show. This is from Tom K. in Belmont, North Carolina. Uh, Yeah, life is short. Life is short. Oh, confused Kryptonians in the in the house. <laughs> he says, what's being discussed today? I'm quite late. Oh, my God, where do I start? It seems like we've been all across the board. But you guys want to know something just odd? It just occurred to me that I might... You guys ask for a louder sound. I'm actually going to try something. If it's, if it's okay with you. On the fly, which is probably a horrible idea. Um, like, is it, did it just get louder for you on the live stream? Look at what disdain I have for my Spotify podcast listeners. I'm just like, I'm gonna, uh, okay. Let me think this through this microphone. That thing there, did it get a little louder for anyone? Or maybe I'll turn this thing up here. 
How about now? Is it louder for anyone now? Can you hear me now? I'm like that Verizon phone guy. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Let's see. I got to I got to put my thinking cap on. Do I even understand how any of this shit works? No, I don't. Vincenzo put it together for me. I don't know. Let me know if anything got louder. Confused Kryptonian says, yes. Oh, Gabagool. P3 Claudette says I should say Gabagool. Makes, does, doer is what, uh, that's what the, that's what the, oh yes, but it's hissing, says Tank. It is louder, but it's hissing. Much better, says 8-weight. You guys, can you deal with the hissing? It's much louder, says Amber. And she capitalized much. All right, whatever. We'll find the sweet spot. Nothing like uh, working on an audio problem with five minutes left to the show. That's interesting. But getting back to this robo thing, you're telling me that the Hebrew she posted uh, translates to... Now I lost it. Um, shit, so many comments recently. It's a runaway train. Something about a doer? Doer? Doing. That's what I got from Google, says Amber. Doing. Isn't that funny? Anything that Robo posts, now I gotta dig into it. Saint CB. I just got pooped over from another stream. I don't know. Is that a technical term? You got pooped over? Was it some sort of BDSNM stream? Pooped over. I wouldn't want that. Makes, does, doer is what Robo posted. It's just a buzz, a buzz sound. Is it, uh, is it heinous? Can you guys deal with it? I don't know. Eight weight is not getting the hiss. <laughs> oh shit. Hendrix hears a bee in the house now. See, you can't win. You prefer the hissless version, Kryptonian. So in other words, turn down a little bit. Um, no, Robo did not call in today. No, she's working today, so she's she's got a Leaky Yakitard says, Mayor Daly, is that you? Do I look like Mayor Daly? Which one? The first one or the, or the kid? The original or uh, Richie? All right, let me get back to the settings here, people. Maybe we could find a happy medium. All right, there's hissing somewhere. Here, I'm going to turn the music off. Let's get, let's get down to the brass taxes. I'm going to be quiet for a second. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. See? Yeah, I see what you mean. Hmm. I can see it right here in... Uh, yeah, I see the hiss. See, I'll bet I can turn this down. There, the hiss is probably gone now. 
but then it's quieter like it was before, right? Look at me, I can work knobs. Anyway, it's probably a huge, huge mistake. Did you kick the power strip? Sounds like a fire hazard, says Experience Hendrix. It's interference. <laughs> I never should have monkeyed with anything. Now 8-Weight says it's too quiet. See, 8-Weight, just come over here and watch me do it live, all right? Just sit in my, uh, whatever this room, sit in my studio here with me. And, uh, yeah, maybe there's a happy medium. But one of these, I definitely, I, I understand that I need to, <laughs> my podcast, your podcast has tinnitus. Says sofa, sofa, sofa. Isn't it funny how I, I, I really wait? Hold on, I'm going to be quiet again for a second. I thought of something else I can try. Spotify listeners, go ahead and bitch to me on email, and I'll whatever. I'll send you some coupons for Dunkin' Donuts or some shit. All right, I'm going to be quiet. All right, I see the hiss. But what if? that it's that mic I see the hiss I don't know seems like I'm not gonna figure it out right right there eight ball eight weight eight weights gonna be pissed off William Shatner looks like he has high cholesterol, says Amber. I would agree. He looks swollen, doesn't he? And a little bloodshot. Now it's like a mosquito. We're here to help. I guess mosquito is better. Jeez, I think my dog just barked. Mosquito is better than uh, a bee, right? We went from a bee to a mosquito. I don't know. I never should have messed with the... Um. Confused Kryptonian, you can please some of the people some of the time. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I actually got to wrap it up. It's a Wednesday. I have my Wednesday meeting coming up before too long. Listen, thank you for putting up with me monkeying with uh, audio signals. Um, I love you all. And I like you. I like you people. You're good people. And... I will see you again tomorrow morning. Same bad time, same bad place. Thank you for spending the morning with me. I missed you all yesterday. This is very good for, for my spirit. I appreciate it. I love you guys. I like you guys. I want to remind you, don't take any shit from anybody. And I will see you again tomorrow morning, okay? Okay, take care. Be good. <laughs>